Mate, we've got two mics. It's, it's, it's finally happened after all these two weeks. Um, just one of them doesn't work anymore. Yeah, it's good, good timing. Good timing for the second one to rock up. Yeah, it's all those um, audio nerds. We, we've, I've purchased, my own pocket as well, purchased a brand new little snowball thing. Um, works a treat. And I've gone to chuck in the other one and it's, and it's no good, but we'll make do. We're currently <laughs> sitting, staring at the wall, hopefully trying to talk into the same mic, so we'll see how we go. It can't be worse than last week. <laughs> or the week before. Yeah. I mean, we've we've, we've been calibrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty like, ordinary audio so far. Someone was like, um, oh, you know, you were crap the first week and then Jacko was crap last week. I was like, yeah, we're just calibrating. We're both going to be terrible this week and then yeah. the week after we'll be all right. Look, look out. Meet in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, welcome to the Game Plan Footy Podcast, episode number three, Jacko, brought to you by the Murray Pioneer. Um, my name's Ben Lennon, I'm the sports editor at the, at the Pioneer, and I'm here with Liam Jackson. How you going, mate? Good, mate. You? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Um, I'm still a little bit annoyed about this mic situation, but we're going to push through. Um, how'd you go on the weekend? You played another game. Uh, we're running this again, are we? Yeah, well, yeah, I feel like we're going to check in every week, yeah, just, to, just off the bat. Fantastic. Uh, well, you were there, mate, so um, yeah, let's get the gags out of the way. We... <laughs> I was there. Um, I hope Ben Files is listening to this. I just want to, by all, because I got there at half time, which apparently I, I missed all the, or, uh, during the second quarter or something, I don't know, I missed all the action. You've, you've sort of got the first snag of the gag. Can you talk me through that first before I rip into you a little yeah, bit after that? I just uh, grabbed it and kicked it. Grabbed it and kicked yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not much to talk about, mate. <laughs> <laughs> How many free kicks did you give away? Oh, enough. More, yeah. more, more than I had disposals, I reckon. Do you know what the descent rule is? Or have we, uh, are we yet to figure well, that out? Yeah, I've, I didn't realise that swearing at the ball uh, counted. <laughs> I thought it was... It, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it bounced the wrong way on me and, um, yeah. I Not let, too happy with it? Yeah, let the ball know what I thought of it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, apparently that, that counts. Yeah, that was... Um, yeah, so I was sitting with... Benny Files and we were sort of talking because obviously we all play cricket together. Blake Henderson was out there as well. Um, went missing for a little bit, Blake, but he found his form in the last quarter. Anyway, me and Files, he were on the four flank, and oh, Liam's around like you know, clever, clever little player in the twos. Like you know, he might be a sniff of a goal here, and um, yeah, then, <laughs> then you've um, I think play stopped or something, and then yeah, you, you held a bit of abuse at the ball apparently. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, but it was about uh, the, 10 metres away from me and false him. We heard every word, mate. It was, yeah, good. It was the, good viewing. Yeah, the ball got tapped it, tapped out in front of me. Good good tap ball, I think. Strong, I think it was. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just absolutely Nathan Lyon ripped off a link <laughs> and, yeah, cut me in half. Yeah, that was good. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it'll happen, mate. That's all good. Um, yeah, look, I was expecting that when I walked in. I was like, there is no way that that's not getting bought up. So, I actually forgot um, about it until right now. <laughs> I was genuinely just curious to how you are, but I think I'd be doing files a disservice if I didn't bring that up. But um, tough loss for the boys, but twos is heating up. If that if Locks and North are the best side in the B grade, and you guys aren't too far off, so it looks pretty pretty even there. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely definitely good for the comp that everyone's sort of around around the mark. So yeah, yeah, beauty. All right, we'll crack in, mate, because we've got a bit to go through. Um, obviously, <laughs> made a few headlines last week with the dog wash debate, <laughs> um, which has provided some good entertainment. We'll, we'll chat about that in a sec, along with some women's footy updates. Um, we'll take you guys through uh, some things that are true. Um, 
chat about one of your favourite players there, and, and um, I, I've all but locked in the minor premiership to one team, so we'll, we'll go through that. Um, have a look at what's making headlines and, and take a look ahead to the weekend, which, uh, fingers crossed, I might actually get a weekend off, which would be nice. Um, but we'll be back in a sec with the, the rest of the pod. Righto, so last week you uh, had some strong opinions on... Did you say? Um, Ben's bake? Yeah, it? Ben's bake. Uh, had some strong opinions on, on my club. Uh, <laughs> Your club? Yeah, yeah it's true. So, um, which which I I agreed with, uh, yeah. with what you were saying, um, but yeah, feedback. Yeah, get any? No black eyes. So Rovers no, ball went yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, I felt worse for wear on Sunday after Rovers ball, but I don't think that was anything to do with the dog wash, mate. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, I had a bit of feedback during the week from a few different people, um, all in support of sort of what we were saying, which was. Which was nice, um, and yeah, Rovers ball was fine. Nothing, nothing flared up there. And, and to their credit, I have it on good authority that after um, a committee meeting last week, Remark have sort of addressed the issue and, and addressed it with the girls as well, um, and just sort of said, "Look, you know, it's not going to happen anymore." Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to, to episode two. Um, but yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's it's nice that it's being acknowledged. It shouldn't have needed to be acknowledged in in the first place because ideally, you know, things like this don't flare up. But um, yeah, it was it was it was good to have a little bit of support. Um, and I didn't get sort of bench pressed by any of the <laughs> the giants at Remark on Saturday night. So yeah, it was good. Everyone's been fine. So good for the pod to have a first first W though. Yeah, this is huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pod wash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, big for us, big yeah. for us. <laughs> I think they had the meeting before we recorded the pod, but yeah. we'll, we'll claim it. We'll take, claim it as a win. Different. Take that remark. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but that, yeah, that that was nice. Um, um, just on women's footy as well, mate. Um, it's a couple rounds left. Um, obviously, missing a few teams this year, so it's a bit of a shorter season. Um, but and we know Barry's been the the juggernaut of this comp, and they, they've won four in a row. Um, no one else has ever won an RWFL flag, but could be a could be a change of tune this year. It might be someone else on top. Yeah, Barmer are looking looking really really good. Um, I saw them play Remark and thought, geez, these girls are moving the ball pretty well. And um, yeah, when I looked at some results, it turns out they're they're, they're just good. <laughs> really good. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're really really good at footy. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's I think it's good for the comp, you know, because the Barry sort of had the wood over everyone, but um, through a mix of Couple of consistent years, number wise, down at Lakeside. It's actually, it's you know, a bit of continuity there, and and the similar group around the place, like and, and a bit of buy-in as well. And um, yeah, it's 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 paying dividends for for the Roos and sitting on top of the ladder. Haven't lost a game, knocked off Barry early earlier in the year. Um, Four-team comp, everyone plays finals. A bit similar to cricket up here a couple of years ago. Um, so technically speaking, anyone can still win it. But um, top of the table, Roos, you, you can't really look past them at the moment. So it's it's good to see, but Barry, uh, you know, Barry took down Remark on on Monday night, and um, no doubt have other plans, and and will want to go again. Um, so we'll see how that one plays out. Definitely want to watch. There's only a couple of games left. It's pretty exciting. Okay, mate. Um, favorite segment on the show, I would say. For all, actually, just while we're on this, we've actually had a few people listening to the show. I, I was quite surprised looking at the stats. What, what do you? Do you expect people to tune in or not? Absolutely not. There must be some uh, 
Very lonely people out there. And some very good headphones to be, <laughs> yeah. able, to, to be able to understand. Yeah, is, how many people have made it to the end? Is that a yeah? Uh, see that? Re, yeah, retention. I haven't I haven't looked into yet, but the, it's it's the numbers over the two weeks have been consistent, mate. So um, looking forward to a massive dip this week. <laughs> now that we've jinxed it, um, I'm talking about things that are true, mate. Um, and both of our things that are true this week centered around the game that we were both at on the weekend between Locks North and Remark. Um, I'll let you kick things off because there's a player that's sort of caught your eye this year that you're fairly familiar with. Yeah, um, I I actually sort of called this bloke uh, last year on a on a separate RFL podcast, but um, <laughs> now deceased. And, yeah, yeah, RIP. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we love to kick ons. <laughs> and I said that last year would be his year, and I it turns out I went a year early. He. Um, uh, Played a lot of A grade footy, just sort of didn't quite didn't quite make the team. He had a few injuries towards the end of the season, didn't end up playing finals. But uh, this year he he's gone from a fringe player to a to a force really in in the competition, playing at centre half back for the Rovers. Um, Brody Rover. Yeah, well there, named. There you go. Well named. Perfect, perfect yeah. name for the club. I thought that was a piss and take when I first came here. <laughs> they can't just name a dude after the club. But. Yeah, but um, he. Well, he wouldn't wouldn't have lost many one on ones. He kicks both feet. He is a almost two hundred centimeter unicorn, as they call him, <laughs> as they call it in the AFL. I'm uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the boy. It's it's an interesting one because I think a lot of people um, just since I've been here have sort of not been certain what his best position would be, just because like you know being a like you said a unicorn, you can sort of stick him anywhere because he's got the height, he's fit as, he's quick. Good skills. So, do you think he's sort of found a bit of a home at, at half back there? Do you reckon that suits him probably the best, or is there oh, room for him to move around? I think he just needed to be somewhere for more than a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so, just just a bit of continuity, playing playing a few games in a row. I think that's uh, that's definitely helped him. And um, I know that Vader backed him in from the start of the year and said that that's where we're going to play a um, sort of replacing stock Stockman after he's gone off to the um, Sandful. So yeah. No, it's definitely uh, definitely been a good move. There's not many... I was trying to think of this earlier. There's not too many, like, unicorn-type players kicking around in, in the RFL. I mean, you know, there's probably a few that can play a couple of different positions, but just to have, like, the skill set of that, that Brody's got, I think Tristan Geeman could be one for Wakery. Yeah, that's who I was thinking. Yeah, because he, he can sort of move up and play. I, I haven't, you know, I haven't seen him play forward, but I'm sure he'd be fine. But he plays in the guts, plays off a halfback. Yeah. Um, Chris yeah. Knapp is probably the other one, the big boy from Loxton that they've brought in this year. He, I reckon he's played pretty much every position on the ground since he came in. Obviously, a bit of a different killer fish to, to Brody, who's sort of just coming through, and, and Knapp's been around the place a little bit. But they're hard to find, and, yeah. and they can solve a lot of problems. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, just back to Guillaume, when when they played Remark, he played on, he played in the middle, small small defender, and then and then played on Jack Austin for a, for a quarter. Like, he <laughs> yeah. did, it, did it all just that. Uh, so um, yeah, that's the sort of stuff that we're yeah. I'm, we'll, I'm, get, we'll get around that sort I'm of stuff. I'm a big. I've been a big Tristan Gaiman fan since I, I took his off stump out of the ground at Wakery uh, <laughs> in the first game I played for the Blue Tongues, mate. But um, you, you dog, <laughs> you dog. It's almost like I've set this whole thing up. No, no very good call. Um, so what do you think is true? Brody Rovers good at football? Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. Or breakout um, year. Yeah, or... break breakout year. Um, yeah, Brody Rovers a unicorn. That's yeah. why I think that's true. Yeah, not fair call. 
Um, my thing that is true this week is uh, Loxton North are going to finish on top of the RFL ladder at the end of the home the way season. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> it's called things that are true. It's not called things that might happen. Like, yeah, 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 good point, good point. Um, obviously beat Remark at the weekend. It was reigning champs versus the, you know, the um, heir apparent, I guess. Um, out at Panther Park for Ryan Proud's 300th as well. So a bit of a shout out to Proud. He kicked three goals and it still looks... Um, you know, as good as ever. Oh, weren't the crowd up and about? Oh, mate, <laughs> he's magic. I heard. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Um, yeah, that. What's the shed called? Do you know what the shed's called? Oh, Whatever that shed is I on the know. far I'm, side of Panther Park. Norm- is... Normally, I keep my head. I'm looking at my shoes up. <laughs> past Panther Park, I've uh, yeah, co- copped a few whacks every day uh, from that shed. Yeah, and no doubt a few on on Saturday as well. Um, but no, they were they were in full voice, mate. And and the Panthers played pretty well. Um, probably wasn't the best game of footy they've played, but um, to deal with a. a not quite full strength red mark, but around the mark. And just like looking at the ladder, they're two games clear on top. Um, every team has to play each other one more time before the end of the year. So you pencil in a win for them against Barry. Um, Loxton, who they've got straight up after the bye, missing a heap of guys. So you'd think that they'd win that. Um, even though it is at the precinct, so it might be a little one to watch. But it basically means all they need to do is win one of the games against Barmer, Remark, and, and Wakery, and then they're, they're home and hosed. So... Um, whether whether they win the flag, I don't know. I've still got Remark as, as a pretty big force come finals time, just for that experience and stuff. But um, yeah, Panthers look good, and, and I reckon they'll finish in top spot. Do you, do you have like a? Well, actually, we'll we'll do this. What's your top four? Do you reckon as of right now, with every team left to play five games? Um, so put you on the spot. Cool. I'm. I can't see it changing a whole lot. Um, yeah, but. Loxton are still a really good team. Like yeah. I know we, we like half wrote them off last week saying that it might have been a chance of Barry to get a win, but they're... Yeah, and then they come out and smack them oh, by like 12 they've goals. They've just they've got some... Not quite 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah with, with a bit of... That's 70 or 80 points or something. Yeah, they've yeah. Got, just got some got so many good players, and when when their good players are playing well, like most teams, they're, they're pretty good. Yeah, no, that, that is... Breaking that's, news. That's another thing that Absolute is true. Yeah. breaking news. When good players play well, the team <laughs> normally goes well. That's up there with your call of if you score more than the other team, that you, you're probably a good chance. Mate, it's called things that are true, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on on Loxton, real quick, a um, few injury concerns. Will Gucci out with... Or Gucci, far out, man. <laughs> out with a broken arm. Uh, there's a few others as well. Just a watch on Luke Harder's shoulder. Um, I think he was going for scans on that. I'm not really sure how bad it is. He was talking to him. He's hopeful he gets up for the bye, after the bye. But um, yeah, fingers crossed for him. Tigers are probably the only one. Well, I mean, they're definitely the only ones that can break in. So what, you're, you're happy with North 1? Um, is it Wakery 2? Do you reckon they now, finish second or the Red might jump I, them? I reckon Remark might jump them. But, yeah. Um, yeah. The makeup of the four. Is... Yeah, yeah. The, the four teams in the four. that locks in and have to do something pretty special, which they're, yeah. they're capable of. But yeah, it's, it's a... The thing with them is they got a few experienced guys in the twos that that can play good footy, and you saw like Flighty came back up after a bit of a stint in the in the B grade and kicked six on the weekend. I know it's against Barry, but it's still six snags, and um, it's a bit of a snags shortage in the RFL at the moment as well. Which like there's there's a snag allergy from Barra Monash. Um, they beat Wakery on the weekend, kicking like two points or something. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what's going on. Um, I mean, I know what's going on. They're a really good defensive team, but Frank needs to sort that out because um, we need we need more snags at all times. Um, but yeah, thing that's true, North top, and yeah, Brody Rover, good for you.
Hey guys, this is Murray Pioneer, editor, Hugh Shootmaker. You're listening to the Game Plan RFL podcast, the best in the Riverland. Uh, be sure to pick up a copy of the Murray Pioneer for all your ongoing RFL coverage, top level uh, across the game. And if you are keen to be involved, uh, get in contact with us on the text line uh, at 0439 261 or sports at murraypioneer.com.au Alright Jack, I see you flipping through the through the Pioneer mate. <laughs> yeah, very good. And just another thank you to the Pioneer for, for helping us um, put this out every week. It's It's been good fun and we hope it continues uh, next week with uh, two functioning microphones. But um, if you're flicking through the paper, it means it's time for paper trails, mate. So we're going to have a look at one of the headlines in the Murray Pioneer this week, and um, it reads, if you just want to go back to that page for me, brother, one last Tiger time. Um, so we've got the East Murray Football and Netball Club, uh, now just, I think, rebranded completely to the East Murray Tigers. Um, catching up for a last last drinks after, I think, they last played footy in 2013 season in the in the what was known as the Independence. Um, but yeah, a bunch of the old boys, Jacko, catching up. Yeah, nothing better than a bit of a reunion. So that's a lot of that's why a lot of blokes play footy. Yeah, I think that's that's part of it. So I was talking to um, Fred Zado about this, who's sort of put it all together, and um, I didn't know too much about X Murray going in. So I sort of sometimes you ask these leading questions, right? And it's like, oh, you know, I'm sure you've had plenty of success along the way. Like looking forward to celebrating those memories. And he was like, no, nah, not really. Like. <laughs> Didn't win too much. Just looking forward to to catching up with the boys. It's you know you can't yeah. blame him for that. Yep. Uh, someone's got to lose, so someone's got to win, mate. It's, uh... <laughs> it is um it is doubling as a twenty year reunion for their only flag in the Indies um back in '03. So that'll be nice. Just looking at a few heads, a few interesting heads uh, in the in the back page photo. But no, it's it's definitely good. And you know, footy clubs are. Sort of prone to going by the wayside a little bit, especially up here. Like you look at Lyrup and and Cobby, who are sort of half battling to come back in. Fingers crossed they get up next year if they're they're organised about it. But um, yeah, it's it's obviously a sad story that you know a, a club essentially doesn't function anymore. And um, I think the for the for the Tigers, it was you know one of the biggest um, losses was just not being able to or not having a reason to catch up with a, with mates every week and. Um, I think you said a couple of pods ago that you know it's not necessarily the the game; it's the the beers with the boys afterwards and all those sort of fun stories. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's uh, part of the reason why I've only played three games this year. I was having a year off and yeah, miss catching up with the boys and having a beer and sort of having having an excuse to catch up and yeah. yeah. So I think that yeah, those boys will have a fair old crack. I think. Yeah, I think so too. And Netball Girls will be there as well as a live band. So, um, you know, it's still a chance to get tickets to it. And, and I think they're taking walk-ins as well out of East Murray. So um, a lot of those players have gone on and um, done things at other clubs and stuff. But, you know, having that on Country Champs weekends, good chance for everyone to come back. So fingers crossed that goes okay. And, um, yeah, I'll catch up with Fred and uh, we'll a bit of a follow-up in the Pioneer next, next week. So that's a bit of a teaser. Um, the other one we <clears throat> sort of touched on just a second ago, but the other thing on the back page this week is 300 proud games. So, imaginative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, similar to the proud cup <laughs> headline that I ran with as well, which was a, a proud moment. But um, Ryan Proud getting chaired off the, the oval there after North's win, geez, he would have snagged a few in his time. Yeah, I've uh, w- watched him personally uh, kick uh, a lot of goals just against Remark. So I'd, uh, 
So he, I dare say he would have kicked a few against other people as well. <laughs> I think um, last year he played, because this is his first year back in the A grade in a little bit, last year he went back-to-back bags of 13 in the twos, which yeah. um, I, I feel bad for whoever's <laughs> some blokes just rolling out in the B grade and you, you're yeah. coming up against a 280-odd gamer at that stage. And, um, yeah, it's, it's Snag City. But, um, yeah, congratulations to, to Ryan and um, might be able to add another premiership at the end of this year. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. Just another little sneaky one, um, mate, from the paper this week. So it's not just footy in the Pioneer. We, we cover all the winter sports and, and summer sports when the, when the time comes. Um, <clears throat> I, was, I was putting together the soccer results this week. Um, and second best for Loxton in the open men's competition was um, a guy by the name of Cade Harkins. Um so Cade Harkins is a the, gun footballer. The the Cade the Harkins. The Harkins, yeah. This is a bit of a stitch off actually. And and I, I should, what I should do really is ask Reggie what's going on. Should have um, done some research. Yeah, yeah. Just, just well, no, it. but you notice I didn't put it's just a talking point for the pod, mate. It's not it's nothing um concrete, you know, it might all be completely above board. I just thought it was interesting that um for the last few weeks Harkins has been out, he plays A grade footy probably Barry's biggest recruit of the off season in, in the A grade footy. And played some good footy as well coming back into the side. Um, he'd been out, injured the last few weeks. Um, and yeah, he's rolled out uh, um, for Loxton in the soccer on Sunday. So he might not have gone full pelt at soccer. Not sure. Maybe he's injured. Um, I don't know what's going on. But um, yeah, just a, just an interesting one to watch for. And then hopefully, you know, he comes back to Barry after the bye and helps him get a win on the board. Um, but yeah, we'll just we'll see how that one plays out. Just a nifty little pickup, mate. Nothing, nothing too serious. I'm sure it's nothing, but I just thought I'd mention that as well. Would you play soccer on the weekend if you didn't play footy the day before? Yeah, prob- probably not. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's his prerogative. All right, we'll be back in a sec. All right, mate. Almost at the end. Um, weekend off this weekend for everyone in. In Riverland, for, well, for most people in Riverland footy, um, no home and away fixtures or anything like that. Country Championships weekend. Um, what are you up to this weekend? Anything of note? Uh, didn't get the call up for Country Champs. No, I missed. Um, yeah, <laughs> missed, out. missed out. They should do a twos Country Champs. How good would that be? <laughs> yeah. You can't pick anyone that's played an A grade minute in the year. Yeah. Or in the last, uh, you probably disqualify yourself. I guess. I'm not. I'm not sure. Three three games would uh, would get me into calculations, <laughs> but. Uh... <laughs> Kick the heels back on the weekend, or yeah, pretty much, mate. Go down to go down to Adelaide. Um, yeah, have a bit of a look around. A few uh, a few cordials with the boys. Yep. No, make the most of the week off. Um, I might actually not have to come in on a Sunday for once, which would be nice. No results to to look after. But um, country champs, as we record, squad for for East isn't out yet. Um, last year we had a couple players. It might have only been. One, I'm not sure. Tim Wolford was definitely in the team of the tournament. Shay Hawkins? Shay, I think, only played interleague, but I am willing to be wrong on that. Um, regardless, uh, there was a few people picked in the squad, the training squad, and that'll obviously be sort of narrowed down um, in the next couple of days. Um, big old carnival out at the Barossa on, on Saturday Arvo, so um, if you can get out there and, and get your footy fixed for the weekend, do that. Um, what are your thoughts on... on just as a general thing, interleague, country champs, that that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's probably lost a bit of shine in you know the last few years, but maybe back in a little bit now with that Riverland interleague team. So is it something that you guys are interested in? Do you reckon? Yeah, I'll, look, I'm probably not the bloke to ask, but <laughs> not from a person. Yeah, I know, but like but, uh, you've played, you know, you've been around footy clubs yeah, for, yeah. for long. Um, I, th- 
I think when your team isn't particular, going particularly well, I think it's something that people are interested in. But when you're sort of pushing for a flag, you're sort of using that break to have a bit of a rest and yeah, get off get off the legs and um, yeah, have a week off and spend it with with the family and stuff. But um, yeah. yeah, when the team's not going well, you just it's you just sort of have a kick. Yeah. It's probably not a bad chance for, for some younger dudes as well to step up. Maybe not for country champs, but we saw in the interleague a few of the Berry boys, um, Mitch Folds played, Shay Hawkins played, um, and even, you know, Brody Rover was in that team yeah. as well. So it's a good chance to, I guess, test yourself against, you know, some of the better players from other comps going all, around. All played pretty well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, really had a good win. So. Um, so, yeah, I think a couple of the, the lads that played in that were in the squad. So, fingers crossed, um, we get a bit of Riverland representation, but. Um, you know, there's a, there's a pretty strong uh, couple of other um, divisions in, in the east side. So, um, yeah, we'll see how they get on. Yeah, especially if you can get those guys keen um, when, they're, when they're a bit younger rather than asking them when they're 27, 28, 29. Yeah. Sort of get into them early and get them enjoying the, um, enjoying the team and get a bit of an environment going. So. Yeah, I think that's sort of what Damien Stevens was saying when he took on the, the interleague job. You know, he's not going to go out and ask the 32, 33-year-olds with wife and kids and stuff, you know, if they've got a week off, they're probably going to enjoy the week off. But, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and if you can gear it towards those 24, 25-year-olds, yeah, even younger. Yeah. And Damien Stevens is one of the one of the nicest blokes going around. So yeah, good fellas. Yeah, he'd uh, yeah, definitely be able to sweet-talk most people into playing, I would have thought. I think it, I think it worked a treat this year, mate. Um, but, yeah, we'll be back in the sector wrap-up. It's another episode down, mate. Uh, episode three of the Game Plan Footy podcast in the books. Thanks again to the Murray Pioneer. Um, Jacko, where can we get the Murray Pioneer? Uh, at all good paper shops. Yep. So that's another thing that's true this week. Um, yep. Thanks for joining us. We'll, we'll be back again next week. We'll try and make up some interesting content. Um, you're, are you trying to look up whether Shay Hawkins was in the Country Champs team last and year? He <laughs> um, wasn't in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've gone back too far. Yeah, that's all right. Um, Yep, thanks again for listening. Thanks to the paper, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Cheers. All right, just a quick one to finish on. We're not actually gone. Um, it, it was bugging us, so we, I went back to the article that I wrote um, last year about the country champs, and first name mentioned, Shay Hawkins. So congratulations on his country champs representation for 2022. Well deserved, I would I would say. Yeah, uh, just, just like I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of us is the jet? Oh, I can't believe it. I wrote the th- I wrote the thing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>